This time we're gonna get it right. Get the proper date without any delay. Didn't we just delay it? for the gentleman podcasting into your mind aka just like satoshi Kone, who stole it from us on this date of april 18th my name is david riley with me as per the usual is joe white having returned from the mighty moons of neptune where he was fighting the space cockroaches also, boss roach space, had to die space dinosaurs there was a lot of discussion on the comments in the podcast wait about- that was all about that i only picked up on I got in after like they were formulating all the different alliances between mm-hmm. the cockroaches and whales and that different... spawned from a simple comment from a simple man. I am that man, and I am David <laughs> Riley. So Andrew turned out to be pretty popular, I guess. I guess the whole internet wants to have sex with him now. Well, I'll tell you one thing, internet: you now have the human papilloma virus, <laughs> also known as herpes. I'm sorry. That's why you have to make sure your partners are tested. Maybe next time you'll be a little more careful. Andrew, around is a big such whore. Yeah, obviously Very dirty people. That Nelly Furtado song. It's about him. He's the girl. He's the promiscuous girl. <laughs> it's crazy on the streets of Pittsburgh. All right, Joel. So did you see that thing on the forums about the girl who sold? Yeah, the Epic Mount. No, yeah, she wanted. She sold her body on. I guess it was Craigslist. For an epic mount in World of Warcraft, which is 5,000 gold. Well, here's an interesting addendum to that story. I asked Jared and Alex how much 5,000 gold is worth. It's like $700. So, essentially, some guy just paid $700 for a not-so-cute prostitute. Yeah. Like, it was already lame. You know, the exchange of in-game goods and services for sex. But to elevate it to a level where you're spending inexplicably large amounts of money. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like maybe it's just... Well, it's just like with any nerd. They haven't been exposed to a lot of different social situations. So they have no... Like they have context. no concepts of like... There's no nothing to compare it to. What's the going rate for a prostitute? I've never visited one, but I've got to assume... Less given, than $700? Yeah. Probably markedly less. If it was... If it cost $700 to visit a prostitute, I've got to imagine prostitutes would not be as plentiful as they are. Mostly Nor because poor. no one would be able to afford that. Yeah, they wouldn't be poor and people would not be going. You'd only have to do like one client a week and then you'd be sitting pretty. I don't make $700 a week. I don't think I do either. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but still, it's, you know, the whole thing was already lame, but this elevated it to a level that was just like so hilariously bad 
And I think the real capstone is she's not even that cute. And you know the guy isn't that cute. Yeah, it's it's not even not even cute. She is not good looking. I mean, there'll be a picture of her up, I'm sure, on the notes. But seriously, what's the deal with those bangs? It looks like she's she got that haircut when she was 12, (laughs) and it never changed. And now, Um. like 30 years later, because she's I don't know, she looks like she's like 40, playing WoW. Nice, big winner, good life accomplishments there. Did you see the like? But the the guy on the other side, the other end of that equation, you know, he's not winning any beauty contests either. So maybe we could thank Craigslist for bringing bringing these these two two ogres together to make disgusting ogre. Let's just hope she's not pregnant. Oh God, her offspring! How pathetic do you have to be to engage in either side of that barter transaction? For real. Well, I'm really... Yeah. I mean, concept... Like, I don't even under how, understand how you would really conceive that this was a good idea. It's like, I want something virtually, so I'm going to debase myself in reality to achieve it. Genius. The only problem is you, like... There's a... I don't... Did you see the post that I made on the forum about this? Where she's basically just spoiled her whole world by doing this because now her... Fantasy reality is full of the ill-gotten gains of yeah. her mistake. Every time she hops on that flying mound, she's going to think of how she prostituted herself for it. But according to her second message, the guy's coming back for another round. I don't know. Maybe he has to give her some purple epic equipment or something. <laughs> I don't understand how. I want this has got to be a hoax. First of all, because I'm pretty sure prostitution is illegal. She posted her picture on Craigslist with an email address. Are you kidding? Sometimes I read Craigslist. But, like, it's not exactly a rarity. Like, if you browse those things, there's a lot of stuff with dollar signs in the title and, you know. How do the cops not just browse it? It's like, say, hey, we've got a quota for the Vice Squad. Yeah. Uh, let's go browse go on Craigslist. Craigslist. <laughs> Seeking generous mail. I mean, it's not hard. It's kind of creepy, some of the stuff. I think they probably get, the, World the reason, of Warcraft prostitutes like very low on the list. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Vice team probably doesn't want to go on Craigslist because it's like, ah, I can't arrest one more tranny. Yeah. This is really just too weird. I need um, to arrest an actual woman engaged in prostitution. <laughs> it's not the same when I'm trying to sexually harass her and I feel some junk. I don't know. It's like if you ever read the city paper, the last half of it is ads. And more specifically, the last half of it is escort ads. Yeah, reading the <laughs> city paper... More specifically, the last half of it is transsexual escort ads. Like, I, there's no women in these things. I, I didn't know it was so popular. Maybe that's just because we uh, we have significant others in our lives and we don't need to go seek out... Men. Yeah, dressed trend, and men or dressed surgically altered into women. But anyway, this is the Fast Karate for the Gentleman episode where we don't know what we're talking about. But you may have heard a few video game podcasts out there that go, well, guys, what you been playing? So and that, we thought we'd talk about. That's the state we're in. What, because what, what have we been playing? <laughs> we, uh, we haven't really had anything. Or All my games are so old at this point, and we've already talked about them on the podcast, that uh, they can't be made a topic for an entire show. What are you playing, Joel? Right now... I, uh, I still haven't beaten Symphony of the Night. Nice. I am in the Inverted Castle, however. Sweet, dude. Got that achievement for 20 gamer points. Nice. Um, also doing a little DDR with my wife because... It's the like, family that plays together stays together. Exactly. 
yeah, that definitely helped boost the acceptance of video games, or at least the Xbox 360. Nice. I think she's actually used it more in the Kathy, past week than I have. A, well, every time I look at your gamer tag, that little DDR universe <laughs> thing is front and center. Not like it matters. My roommates have used my Xbox more individually than I have. I don't know if you took their scores and took cut them in half. It's, it's not very weird that two people would use the Xbox more than me, but between Armored Core 4 and Guitar Hero 2. We can run to the website and check the playtime right now. Can we? We got some Doesn't it show you the amount of time that you've played each game on your gamer it? tag? Maybe. I don't know. It we, shows you everything else. Check how many achievements we have in Guitar Hero. Anyway, if anybody wants to thank someone for getting the fail a song on easy achievement, that's right here. <laughs> you failed a song on easy? I started with Heart Shaped Box. I'd never played Guitar Hero before. And I was like, what do these buttons do? My problem is that as soon as I miss one, it's like all... Oh, Straight down the line, it's like ten All or rhythm- twenty notes until I get the next one. All rhythm games are that way. If you if I if you're in the room while I'm playing DDR, you'll just hear me start going, "Oh no, oh no, oh no!" Because as after I miss one, I just start saying, "Oh no!" as I continually miss arrows, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not even stepping on the pad anymore. I'm like just dancing on the carpet, pretending I'm on the pad because the pad got kicked out from under me and it's folded <laughs> under the couch. Joel, that's why you have to set Nothing low expectations, working. like at the. Uh, your birthday party. You know, I just set it up that I was a terrible DDR player. And I just went from there. And then you got to develop your own sense of style. So when you miss, it looks like you missed on purpose. Or because you were doing these incredibly hard, <laughs> like, like extraneous <laughs> things to the game. Like doing it all sideways. Or turning in a circle while you're doing it. <laughs> Which can be done, but I'm neither 12 years old nor Asian. <laughs> So, passing the song is questionable. Yeah. Or singing along with Kelly Clarkson, which I do well I'm not on the DDR pass. (laughs) Since you've been gone. That's Uh, a good song. That is a good song. She's the only American Idol That's the only song by hers I know. Well, she's got some other ones that have been popular. She's the only one who's ever really... I mean, her success has been moderate, but compared with the other people, like like Ruben Studdard, you hear about him anymore? (laughs) Ever? Did you ever hear? Or who else? I don't even know any of the other ones. Fantasia? I know some of them through Callan. And that... I think Fantasia was the third season winner, and I remember her because she sung at Philly's 4th of July Festival. Oh, yeah. Big money there, I bet. Sweet. For 15 minutes before they start shooting up fireworks shaped like cowboy hats. Yeah. Since you're the... You're the part of the show everybody wants to get through to get to the fireworks. They've had some pretty big names at that, though. Elton That's true. John I've played seen, before I it. I saw Ray Charles Lionel a couple years Richie. Back. He didn't even play freaking all night long, though. That was weak. Was that last year? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember that. I remember trying to get through the crowds to find a good spot because Callan had to sit outside. I was like, no, no, there's a balcony here. We can not go through 20,000 people. <laughs> I got to tell you that it was just as good from the balcony as it was outside. But then we, we would have missed out on watching the 14-year-old kid smoke right next to a cop and then act indignant when he told them not to smoke right next to him. <laughs> He's like, listen, I don't care. I'm a Philly cop. I don't care what you do when I can't see you. So just go away. <laughs> Pretty much. The best part was after he left and watching them like stew in their little 14-year-old kid juices. Oh, if, man. If you oh, ever man. seen that uh, one of those fake inspirational pictures... People make with like the two white trash kids, like the one really yes. fat one, and it says like riding dirty or whatever. That's what they looked like. They're just like the 
I had no idea white trash like that could exist in Philadelphia. They must have been like imported from Ben Salem. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. South Philly and uh, oh, Roxborough are go. pretty fertile, fertile ground for that. Well, whatever. And the Northeast. There's a lot of places in the Northeast and Fishtown. There's a there are a lot of places okay, in yeah. this city. Fishtown is a that's a tough hood. <laughs> yeah, Fishtown's a tough hood. Now that the hipsters are moving in, this this is beyond me. How these like most kind of nonviolent sissies move into this place with some of the worst crime rates in the city. It's like half struggling artists, half murdering crack dealers. <laughs> Sort of a weird dichotomy. That's the way it always works. They say Kensington's next on the list. Kensington? I'd like to see that. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're going to come in there with their John Deere hats and their giant belt buckles. <laughs> Someone's going to get murdered. For those of you who don't know, Kensington it's is like not the where you worst be. part of Philadelphia ever. It's equally divided between poor people of all races who all hate each other. <laughs> it's not a fun place to take a girl on a Saturday night. Not unless you, you know, it's like you take her to the not horror movie so that she's scared. <laughs> yeah, is, unless you want to kick her out of the car going 30, because I wouldn't slow down. Now, it's a livable place, but it's definitely not like the greatest area of the city, and it's definitely not a place that development is going to be easy in coming to. But back to video games. What else you've been playing? Anything of note? I picked up Oblivion, and this might uh, be to the chagrin of some of the people in our audience, but... It sucks? I think I'm a little bored of Oblivion. It's... I'm not surprised. It's a little boring. I mean, it's just a scotch. I think the real problem is it's just too easy. There's no noticeable advancement in the game. Because, I mean, I like the idea that there's a way for me to beat everything in the game. Nothing is invincible to me. But I don't like... Nothing is even causing you to break a sweat? Well, I mean, when you fight the... In one of the missions like that you find in the farm by the... Whatever it is, the Abbot's... Yeah, the house. Once you you've left the Imperial City, when you fight that the sunken one, I mean it's it takes a while, but all you have to do is run run around and shoot magic at him and just wait for him to die because it's inevitable because he never hits you because you can run faster than him. I don't know. Oblivion is uh, clearly not my cup of tea. I gave, but you like Morrowind a lot, or at least you played Morrowind more. Yeah, I think maybe the problem is that I'm just. Uh, burnt out on that i'm not necessarily burnt out on it i think i, I just i'm not in the mood yeah to, i mean someone accused us we already fought back against the guy that called us add gamers on this accord but yeah maybe you know what i really think it is that i'm not add enough i can't just wander into a world see one dungeon after another and be like ooh, a new dungeon yeah ooh, a new dungeon ooh, a new dungeon i love going into a cave and getting some guy's book because that never gets old well and i I'm not even getting books. Like, I fight my way to the end of this dungeon, and all I find is, you know, a wizard's robe. Well, that's Ring great. Ring of 3% fire resistance. Me and Andrew were just talking about this last week. It's yeah. so distressing to go through these things, and, you know, maybe in a randomly generated world, you wouldn't go into a cave and find treasure every time. But that doesn't make for a very compelling video game. Maybe Like, I'll- I can't go into a cave here and find treasure, but... You can't? Probably I did not. last week. <sighs> Found a whole pirate skeleton. Hand <laughs> was so draped weak. over. I must be going to the wrong case. Hand was draped over a case chest full of, of emeralds. <laughs> and when I opened up the chest, you know what was in the emeralds? A beautiful woman, totally naked. No, not decomposed. I was trying to think of a word to say, but whatever, it's falling apart. Totally anyway, naked. She was naked. 
and, and alive. Then, and it wasn't a dream. I promise it wasn't a dream. God, then those notorious Philadelphia Emerald Pirates, they're around. Yeah. They're, Look, they're read a f- book, okay? I think the real problem is that I'm a... My thinking about dungeons is structured by Zelda. So I'm thinking at the end of this yeah. dungeon... Where's my boss and where's sweet. my Triforce like finally, the, the hook shot. I can go get that piece of heart that I've been waiting for the past 30 minutes. Because Lord knows that doesn't get boring either. It's like, oh, another piece of a heart. I don't know. Well, maybe it does. But, I mean, you get something that advances yeah, you in the game. At least there's something real. And the reality is that, I mean, Oblivion is structured around the idea that you don't necessarily advance through the game. Yeah. It's, it's a flatter Well, you know how you experience. make Oblivion hard? And by making it hard, you actually make it a lot easier. But making it harder on yourself is to level up the correct way, you have to tag the skills you're not going to use. Like, have you ever heard of this? Because yeah. the way you level up in Oblivion is you choose certain skills. And when you use those skills enough, you gain a level. But when you gain a level, you get to choose certain statistics to raise. Raising those statistics depends on how much you use certain skills in the previous level. So if you punch guys a lot, you would have a higher level of strength you could raise to, like plus five instead of plus one. So in order to raise levels the most efficient way and get the most plus fives in your strength, you have to tag skills that you're never going to use so you can purposely manipulate when you're going to get a level. So you have to tag stuff like alchemy and bartering so that because you never use those things so you can run around and use your bow as much as you want and not advance through like 40 levels at one time getting crappy skill gains oh no, I see instead what you're saying. you use you use your bow until you level it up 10 times and then you're like okay now i can get plus five to agility and then you go and talk to a trader and waste your time raising your bartering skills so you can raise the actual level and get better skills it's the dumbest system in the world well it's not that dumb you're just doing it a different way I mean, I understand what you're saying. It's that because it, if you raise all your skills equally, like this is like the way I was doing it was I do hand to hand because I'm a pallet or the, the crusader. So I have blunt, uh, sword, and hand to hand all are three skills in my main skill set. Yeah, but because you and, have those. Yeah, so, tag, if I, so I use screwed, all those. Because yeah. those are all three of the strength skills. Yeah. So you can, you're never going to get a maximum strength bonus per level. It just means I'll have to level up more times. Yeah. But there's a mean, maximum it... level. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, it definitely doesn't ruin the game because Oblivion's so easy anyway. Well, yeah. It seriously... I haven't gotten to a part where I'm thinking, wow, this is really hard. And I mean, I've only been playing for like four hours. But you think at that point... You really never do. Well, I mean, I fought two guys with hammers. And I was like, wow, man, two guys with hammers. That was, that was pretty scary. <laughs> Until I ran outside and just started torching them from 30 yards away. Because <laughs> when they'd swing, they'd stop and kind of look at each other and then they try to run after me it helps that i played the first two hours of the game and what amounts to stop motion because i didn't have enough memory <laughs> but i upgraded my memory so nice now low runs frame a rate it's letting you call your shots you're like dragging yeah, the i'm like he's like, gonna be there you gotta do the um forecasting on your fireball yeah point it where he's gonna be not where he is so i don't know i've been playing a few games myself some of you might have heard I picked up the PS Triple, and I gotta tell you, I'm all about that dog. That, Joel, I've noticed a pretty disturbing trend on the internet right now, which is people... Saying the word dog inappropriately? Yes. 
mostly due to what's his name, Randy from Journey, aka you know American Idol. Oh my god! I gosh. get it. You played bass just like every black dude in a rock band ever. Wait, he was in Journey? Not he wasn't like a big time Journey member, but he played with them. He used oh, to really? play. He played bass at some point. Journey one. Journey's one of those say, bands that just cycles. In that in that video where they're all playing invisible instruments, I never once saw him. <laughs> He's a hard guy to miss. <laughs> Being black and about three hundred pounds and. All. And shouting constantly, dog. Dog was yo. Your, your song is good. I gotta tell you, dog. dog. I never really saw an episode of American Idol before this year. It is stunning how much he says dog and how stupid it sounds. <laughs> I just want to be like, you don't sound cool. You sound like an idiot. Stop saying it. Nobody says it. It's not cool. Nobody says it three times in I the same like, sentence. <laughs> I feel like that's why he's on American Idol. He's the perfect black guy to make white people feel safe. It's like, oh, he still uses dog. I know what dog means. He's not using slang or debasing skeet, women. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Yeah. I'm, he's, all, he's like a teddy bear. He's not threatening, and he doesn't accuse me with his existence of all the past indignities we forced <laughs> upon his people. He's just big and cuddly. He's so eloquent. And he played with Journey. What, yeah. what whiter band could there be? Exactly. I don't know. Anyway, the real disturbing trend I was talking about is people are really rallying against the whole high-definition disc movement, but I think they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Really? I haven't noticed this at well, all, I've seen but a I don't lot of, like the internet. I read a lot of message boards because I have a lot of time on the computer, which I won't call spare time, but let's say <laughs> I'm around the computer a lot. And there's things I should be doing, let's that say, may like not... super secret surprise podcast episode that's been coming out for about two weeks. Listen, take take note of the case closed DVD contest when we said we were going to pick winners in like two weeks. What did that take us? Like three months? <laughs> Apply that scale to pretty much anything we do. It'll be there eventually. See, this is funny. You this can is anticipate like... at least a 500% bloat in the amount yeah. of time it will take us to, to anyway, deliver this something. This is like the Simpsons celebrating their 138th episode. It's going to be like our 106th episode spectacular, guys. Anyway, so yeah, people are like, yeah, you know, Blu-ray and HD DVD, it ain't that great. It's not even that big of an improvement. A regular DVD still looks pretty good. Maybe if you weren't watching it on a standard definition TV from 1997. <laughs> like, I am perfectly... 97? Oh, that's a Stone Age. <laughs> Did they you... even have fire Me then? Me and Jared were talking about that. Jared was like, Return to Castle Wolfenstein was pretty good for the, its time. I was like, that game came out this century. It's not... <laughs> It's not even five years old. <laughs> but anyway, I think there's perfectly applicable reasons for not liking HD DVD and Blu-ray. Like, say, it costs too much. I don't yeah. feel like paying $600 for something that's... I, don't, that, I, don't, I can't afford to pay that much yeah. just for an increase in quality. And DVD something... already looks a whole hell of a lot better than VHS, which is... Like, maybe if Blu-ray or something came around 10 years after DVDs have been out, which... Well, it has. DVDs have been out for 10 years. But think of how long VHS has been out for. A lot longer. Yeah. Then maybe people will be clamoring for the next big thing. But people already... Regardless, people were ready for a new format when DVD came around and not necessarily ready for one now. But it just kills me that people are like, yeah, it doesn't look any different. It's like the same thing. We said it last week with the peas. There's so many more peas. <laughs> well, there definitely is a difference. Having, you know, 600 more both. peas beyond... Well, not even like just in terms of numbers, like 
the clarity of the picture is noticeably different. You can recognize, especially if you're watching sports. Yeah. Watch a sports game in HD. Yeah. And then watch it on regular TV. I, when we found out that CBS does not air all of their games in HD, and they're the only channel that doesn't air all the football games in HD, I was about ready to throw this TV out the window. <laughs> but then I realized it cost me twenty five hundred bucks, and I kind of, I reneged on that. Might regret it in the future. But we were watching the po- pregame show. And, and Jerry's like, this is in HD. I'm like, maybe it's just a pregame show that's not in HD. But that was the worst week ever. Because as soon as you've experienced sports in HD, there's just no comparison. Like, it looks like you could touch people on the screen. And it's not like sports get boring after that, but it is a huge, yeah, huge It's just difference. such a benefit. So if you don't want to pay for it, or even if you don't care, like yeah. DVDs already look good. Really good, in fact. So if you don't care that Blu-ray the looks The problem better, is that people want... It's not the the argument isn't about which one is better or which is truer. It's making the other person feel stupid for the decision yeah. that they made. It's like, what are you dumb spending this money that you own? Yeah, it's not people because you can't just have an opinion on the internet. You have to. You have to be on the side of truth, which and, we've know, all been guilty of. I've definitely done that myself a few times. Yeah, but or the problem is, Dave, time, you and I are always on this podcast on the side of truth. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a difference. I forgot that tiny fact. Well, no, I, that niggling little idea that separates us from truth sits on the couch with the us untamed at all times. Of the interwebs. He hangs out and drinks beer. That's cool. He's a good guy. Truly, he is. But anyway, why did I buy a PS3? Because I buy things on a whim, almost exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> he saw one and he had money. But I figured I got this no interest Circuit City credit card anyway, and it's not like I wasn't going to get a PS3 before December when the no interest thing runs out. So it's pretty inconsequential whether I get one now or get one before. Wanted to jump the gun on the hardware compatibility stuff because who knows if we're always going to have hardware backwards compatibility in the PlayStation 3. It's up in the air, so I wanted to make sure I did. And I really wanted to play Virtual Fighter 5 because Virtual Fighter 5, which is one of the games I've been playing air quotes <laughs> this week is uh it's a fine little excursion into what a fighter is and w- what i really like about the virtual fighter series is that it's very technical and almost not at all reflex based yeah so i can actually play it well <laughs> like, it's- there's a lot less goofy movement combinations and stuff that take skill it's not f- yeah well it, it does take skill to play the game i mean it, it's just a different it's not fluid. Like it took me a while while playing Virtual Fighter to understand that it's not going to play the same way as Soul Calibur, because I just anticipated most of the moves being just a simple combination of an arrow and then X and Y or a combination yeah. of those two buttons. But it's not. It's like some whacked out direction. Like it to. I remember I was complaining today. I was like, down, back, forward. You can't do that. Like, who, who does that? <laughs> you don't start it down. You go. Back down forward or forward back down. I, I mean, I was even cool when they went forward down diagonal forward down. But this is <laughs> the this so-called is beyond the pale. <laughs> yeah, but the sideways God, V. God damn, do I like Virtual Fighter Five? That is like it's so pretty, and uh, <laughs> it's just oh, such a great game to play. And it better be because it's gonna have to hold me over until about. June sometime when I can buy another port of Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm definitely buying it. I'm Sigma. so 
whipped by that game. I love Ninja Gaiden so much. I'm going to be there on day one holding my hands out to the unwatched GameStop employees. Like, yes, please, let me buy this game again. Like they're handing out Holy Communion. Yeah, I'm going to have to kneel and Behold, stick my tongue Behold, the sacrament. Mmm, Ninja Gaiden, three extra levels. I like it. They're actually adding three extra levels? Yeah, new weapons too. There's actually, I think there's a demo coming out probably next week or what the week after. What new weapons could they add? Two dragon swords at the same time. Actually, that sounds pretty exciting. Did you just put a deposit down on a PS3? Because I think you did. <laughs> I put a deposit down in my pants because that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, so PS3 still has basically no software lineup, which isn't shocking. And I'm still pissed off at them because they have basically no software lineup. But now I own one. Yeah, so... I'll tell you one thing about the PS3. The menus are cool. Really? (laughs) It's like the PSP menus. They're very stylish. One thing I really like, and at the same time really don't like, is that you can transfer your memory cards onto the PS3. And then a little partition space on the hard drive to use as a memory card, which is really cool. Because then you can just swap them out from the menu instead of actually having physical memory cards oh so it, it individuates your different memory cards yeah. instead of just saving them to like a block of space where they each exist as game saves yeah okay um there's only a couple problems with that first off you have to buy an adapter to do it which Weak. sucks but it's 15 bucks and after having spent 600 15 buckets kind of seems like a drop in the bucket yeah that is what one thirtieth uh, of the price <laughs> my main qualm with it is that you can't transfer saves back the other direction which is worrisome because I still have a PS2. Maybe I want to like play it in my bedroom. That's not necessarily going to happen, but it could. Maybe if Callan was watching another interminable stretch of planet Earth for like four hours at a time. Yes, it's in HD and available on Blu-ray disc. Wait, what's <laughs> planet Earth? It's kind of a cool show, but it's Sigourney Weaver narrating the events of Earth. Like, here's these pandas. They're walking around. And this is why it sucks to be a panda. Because your diet is bamboo. And And you're also dying because you won't have sex with each other. Well, apparently pandas, if they have twins, have to choose which twin gets to live. Because bamboo is such a crappy diet that they can't produce enough milk. So they have to let one of their twins die. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Well, pandas barely exist according to this show like bamboo is the worst food they could be fed and it's astonishing that they're even alive eating this stuff like they can't hibernate because they can't grow enough fat eating bamboo (laughs) you always wonder like we get upset when animals die but maybe some are just meant to well they i mean obviously they're not because they've existed for so long and it's obvious that human intervention is causing some change in the environment that's wiping them out but the other, like, one part of me is just like, can't you be just a little bit sturdier? I mean, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, animals of the rainforest, global warming shouldn't be your concern, and the fact that there are no more bees is the bees' fault. <laughs> but then I hear, you know, panda's main food source doesn't actually feed them. Maybe they need to die. Yeah, I find, mean, the- find another food source, adapt and survive, whatever. Well, they were already on nature's chopping block. If they can't grow enough fat to hibernate, like... There's an animal that's evolving somewhere that's just going to take the panda down. Yeah. It's eyeing him up. I think it, it's probably like the red panda, <laughs> like the tiny one with the yeah. big tail that looks more like a dog. Well, that guy's like the little black guy in Bloodsport. Yeah. <laughs> He's small, and he'll get up in you when you're not looking and, like, flip over and break your neck from behind. Anyway, 
So I'm a little worried that maybe the backwards compatibility on the PS3 isn't 100%. So I'm worried at some point I'm going to be playing a PS2 game, hit some impassable landmark that's some glitch caused by the PS3, and not be able to continue my game because I can't copy the save back over. But so far, so good. Which leads me can't to what? you just make infinite copies though? Because you can just partition new space to. Well, yeah, but let's say there's something wrong with the backwards compatibility. Like I can't get past a certain cut. Oh, seat. I see what you're saying. I wouldn't be able to put it back on my memory card, play it on my PS2. Ah. But the backwards compatibility leads me to the interesting issue of what I've was playing, which is Valkyrie Profile Two. Pick that bad boy up. I gotta say, I'm loving it. Really? Is I it good? like it a lot. I don't know why I stopped playing it. I think it's because it came out in like October, and that's when video games come out. It's yeah. that time of year. And while I like it RPGs, got buried in the avalanche. I like every other genre more. <laughs> so RPGs are like the lowest one that I'll play. It's a holdover for the summer, the summer drought, which we're now entering. Pretty much, but God, the combat is really good. It's so much more fun than an actual RPG. Really? First off, all the enemies show up on the map. When you're walking around. So and, it's kind of like and Grandia. you can freeze enemies. So you can always avoid fights if you don't feel like doing it. That's nice. But when you get into the map, it's it's kind of like Star Ocean, how you can run around a map, but it doesn't suck like Star Ocean. Okay, good. But Good, I was about to say. So you have four guys, and you, can, you have a certain amount of AP, and AP is consumed by attacking and dashing. So you can dash around to get behind guys, and guys have a little cone that shows you where they can attack. So as long as you're not in that cone, you're fine. And you can dash to move around them, and then you hit a button to start the attack sequence in which each of your guys is controlled by a button, and you can start a combo. And you can just mash. Like, you can mash all four buttons at once. Or you can do some really cool stuff, like a fighting game. Like, you can have your one guy do, like, a layup, and then another guy can do a rising attack. And uh, it's really a lot more in-depth than hitting attack in Final Fantasy VII. That's how uh, the the sort of how the combat works in uh, Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. When you get the the sort of charge attack and you have a different attack linked with each one. The only problem is you can. I've had that game for like three years and I'm Still, only that's because four the co-op. Hours into in, it. Yeah, when the co-op sucks. failed, I was just like, Dick, son of a, throw this thing away. <laughs> but yeah. It, you can, as far as I know, you can only chain two characters, but it's still pretty sweet because lots of neat things can happen. There's a lot of there's a lot of other cool things about the game too. Just you can break body parts and get stuff from the body parts, and then you can equip those things which have runes on them. You know, like the Norse were prone to do. If you put the runes in the right sequence, you can learn skills. It's a surprisingly in-depth game. Well, there's, it's got crazy good reviews. Oh, it's awesome. I'm actually thinking about if I beat this, buying a PSP so I can play the first one. Because it's basically unfindable on the PlayStation. It's like (laughs) $90. Uh, I don't know how many times we've seen... Like, back in the day, I've seen a Valkyrie profile. Yeah, I know. Just kicking myself now. Like, $9.15. (laughs) (laughs) And now you look on eBay and it's like, mint inbox, $160. Probably not that much, but still more than it's worth paying for a PlayStation 1 game. For real. But Valkyrie Profile has been preempted by Super Paper Mario, which I gotta say, better than the other Super Mario, Super, better than the other Paper Marios, but still such a disappointment. Like, it seems like Paper Marios are just made to entertain me for a couple hours, and then I realize, hey, this game is boring and has no depth. And it's really easy. It's I like, watched you. It's like Play School's first RPG. I watched Dave fight the last boss. It was a joke. 
Like, it, I mean, I guess it might have been hard in the context of whatever whatever else was happening in the game, but it was. It I was... believe you. But having seen everything that was going on, but yeah, it just it didn't seem like you just have to jump on top of him. Yeah. Well, you never learn a new attack. That's for sure. You start with jump, and you get used to that jump because it's all you get. Later on, you get a hammer. But yeah, every super, every Paper Mario makes a little bit of progress with me. Like the the earlier ones, I get bored in say two hours. This one probably lasted about five before I was getting a little anxious and wanting to go back to Valhalla with Valkyrie profile and whatever else. But you get wasted and hack my enemy. My I really, I picked the game up on Tuesday and I beat it today, Saturday, just because I really want to play Valkyrie Profile again. <laughs> and I know as soon as I drop Super Paper Mario, I'm never going to pick it up. And I want to do a write up about it or something and how boring it is at the end of the game because there's no advancement at all. All you get is when you level up, you either get one point of attack or five hit points. And that's the extent of the RPG elements doesn't sound just, exciting to oh, me. Oh, man. It's too bad, too, because it's a great-looking game, and the Wii just needs another game. Yeah. You know, in six months, this is the second game to come out. That's an actual game and not a tech demo. Still have yet to see an actual Wii game, though, because this is just another repurposed GameCube game. But even the way the, it controls, you hold the Wii remote like a, like a Nintendo pad, like an NES pad, there's a lot of cool concepts going on in this game, and they just F it up again. And it's like, oh, God, here's another crappy game from Nintendo. Great. Where's Metroid Prime 3? I read an article the other day where, uh, you know, the big guy from Nintendo, Reggie, talks about how Metroid Prime 2 was a disappointment to them. And I was like, yeah, it was a disappointment because it was the same game. It was yeah. Metroid Prime 1. Like, you put the same enemies in it. I'm shocked. <laughs> It's like no, this isn't a Sleegoth. It's it's black now. It's a it's a Bree Goth. Hey, are you kidding me? Are you feel- the only enemy- now the spines are red? They used to be orange. The only enemy. That- oh my god! The only enemy that should be retreated repeated in a Metroid game are is a Metroid. Metroid. There weren't any Metroids in two. <laughs> I sw- there's one area where there's Metroids. I was sending the whole game like, where are my ice missiles? I gotta kill Mother Brain. <laughs> Metroid is like the one franchise that I don't want to change. Metroid should just always have the same things. Just make it look better and give me a different spiny monster. Like, I could not believe that crap. That I was the literally the same enemies. I was like, oh, this guy used to be made out of ice. Now he's made out of shadow. But I still have to shoot him with super missiles in the back to expose his weak spot. Because he's the same dumbass rhino, crustacean, whatever the hell you are. Ah, oh, God, that game. So, I guess Metroid Prime 3, are you the next one that's going to disappoint me from the Wii's crappy-ass Nintendo screwing everything up lineup, yet they're still selling these things like blockbusters? Because, I don't know, waggle control is still popular. Probably true. People like to wag things. Can we just play some Wii Tennis? I would feel a lot less worse if I just bought a Wii Tennis machine. Because <laughs> I feel like when I bought the Wii, I, there was the suggestion that another game was going to come out besides Wii Sports. I'm still into Wii Sports when enough people are around, but ne- Zelda's never coming off the shelf again, I'll tell you that much. Neither is Super Paper Mario, for that matter. <laughs> Back to Valkyrie Profile, though. I'm excited about that. About 12 hours in. Enjoying it. Quite a bit. I don't know. Let's call it that. That's what have we been playing. Maybe next week we'll actually have something to talk about. You could send us an email to tell us what we should talk about. 
DaveAndJoel at gmail.com or a voicemail, 206-666-3278, which is 206-666-FAST. We were thinking about doing the fighting game show as suggested by one of our listeners, but we didn't think about it enough, and we don't really have time to because we may be doing a super secret project with the Greatest Movie Ever podcast. More on that later. Good night. This podcast is over. it up again and it's like oh god here's another crappy game from nintendo